The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Millions of people around the world believe that Jesus Christ will return to earth at any moment. Maybe you are one of those who hope that he may come tomorrow and rapture you and your loved ones away to heaven. Well, Jesus Christ will return soon. But before he does, there are certain events that must take place. And you can know what they are, and by knowing their sequence, it could change the way you think about Christ's second coming. You may be surprised by what you're going to hear on today's program. So please understand, the Bible tells us that there are specific events that must happen before Jesus Christ returns. In fact, there are at least 14 signs that will occur between now and his return to earth. Knowing the sequence of events that will take place will give you hope for the future and an assurance that this world's horrors will soon come to an end. I plan to give you some of those signs on this program. You can discover the rest of them by requesting our free offer, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. There is good news for mankind, and I plan to give you that good news and also explain what lies ahead for this world. So do you want to know what the signs will be? Well, then stay tuned. A special welcome to our regular Tomorrow's World viewers. Here at Tomorrow's World, we want to show you what God says in his Holy Bible about our future. Jesus Christ was with his disciples for 40 days after his resurrection. At the end of this time, his disciples were watching as he rose into the clouds and disappeared. In fact, the book of Acts records what happened. Let's turn there to the book of Acts and we're going to read chapter 1 and verse 11. Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. From the very beginning of the New Testament's church, Christ's followers knew that he would return to earth. Do you remember in Matthew chapter 24, his disciples asked him, what shall be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? Well, obviously, he had discussed with them his plan to come to earth again. But did you know that he gave them more than one sign that would announce his return to earth? Why does he need to come again? Well, is it to just come in the clouds to whisk his people away to heaven? Well, actually, the truth is far more exciting than that. It's all about him coming to the earth and remaining right here for 1,000 years to bring about a transformation of the whole planet, to bring about utopia and a fulfillment of God's plan for mankind on this earth. This world has never known what our true potential can be. Soon after God created our present world, Adam and Eve chose a way of life for their descendants that has limited us from becoming what we could be. 
We've seen successive generations polluting and destroying God's beautiful handiwork. Though we're told in the book of Genesis that mankind was to have dominion over the creation, God intended that we should do it in a sustainable and a godly way. Instead of peace and prosperity for all, what do we see? We see injustice, inequity, and exploitation of every good thing. Greed, not good, prevails. Well, that's going to change, and soon. Before this wonderful world tomorrow can come about, some dark and desperate days lie ahead. In fact, a period of three and one-half years called the Great Tribulation and the Day of the Lord must come about. The Bible tells us that this time will be the worst that the world has ever known. But we are also told that God will protect his faithful servants during that time. Now, none of us know if this could be our last day of life and not see tomorrow. For those who come up in the first resurrection, it would seem that Jesus Christ did return tomorrow. But let us consider, will Jesus Christ actually come tomorrow? Now, wait for this. The answer is a most resounding no. Now, how can I be so emphatic about that? Because certain events must occur before he can return. Now, to help you understand just what must take place, we have prepared a booklet for you entitled 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. It's free of charge and is available to all who request it. Get a pen and paper so you will be able to order your free copy during and at the end of the program. The first sign we will see is increasing wars, violence and lawlessness. Just recently, there's been a slight lull in the number of wars on earth, but this will not continue. There will be an increase as the apocryphal red horse of war rides the earth, causing carnage and bloodshed. He's been riding through Iraq and Afghanistan recently. And you need to consider that he could ride closer to where you live in the future. Now, what about lawlessness? Notice what it says here in Matthew chapter 7, verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Why lawlessness? Because this is a doctrine that many church leaders sadly proudly state today. They will tell you, and I'm so sure many of you have heard words like this, you know, the law is done away. You don't need to keep the Ten Commandments. Oh, really? What did Jesus Christ say? Jesus Christ said otherwise. He said, think not that I have come to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. By this he meant to fill up God's law to the full, and in fact, he expanded upon his law. The second sign to look for is drought and famine. Now, Australia has been in the grip of drought for nearly 10 years. Though there have been brief moments of relief, the trend we are seeing is drier and drier periods. Also, the southwestern area of the United States and China are experiencing drought. The German magazine Der Spiegel, with their online report and their online reporter Les Brown, 
He wrote about U.S. grain reserves on February the 2nd, 2009. This is what he had to say. He said it would be tempting for the United States to restrict exports. But this is not an option with China, which now holds close to a trillion U.S. dollars. Like it or not, U.S. consumers will share their grain with Chinese consumers. Wheat prices are up 115% in a year due to a succession of droughts in Australia and higher demand in Asia. Wheat stocks are at a 40-year low, and the Ukraine has closed its doors to grain exports. Notice what Revelation chapter 6 and verse 6 says, And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures, saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. You may not think this possible, but famine will soon come knocking on the doors of the present wealthy nations of the world. Here at Tomorrow's World, we have warned for some time that the prophecies show that the lands that have plenty of food are not going to have that in the future. On the program today, we cannot cover all 14 signs that we are told of that will precede Christ's return, but we will look at some of them. You can find the others when you request your copy of 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. In this particular booklet, we have 14 signs, and the first two signs I've given to you, the third sign, I'm going to let you wait till you get your booklet, but the fourth is disease epidemics. When a country is devastated by war, famine, or natural disasters, then disease is not far behind. In the country of Burma, that's also known as Myanmar, a recent hurricane devastated the Irrawaddy Delta, leaving close to 100,000 dead and even more without homes. In times like this, with no clean drinking water, dysentery and cholera are ever-present to bring death to those who survived the disaster. Some time ago, avian flu caused panic but it seems to have gone off the radar screen lately. But do not be fooled. If Dr. Kaiji Fakuda, head of the World Health Organization's influenza program, had his way, we should still be hearing about it. Dr. Fakuda said, one day we will face a pandemic, but we don't know when. The specter of a mutation in the bird flu virus threatens to kill millions of people, mainly in Asia, but also in Europe and America. No place on earth is safe because migrating birds can carry the virus for thousands of miles across oceans and continents. We have now considered some of the signs that Jesus Christ gave to his disciples. There are many more revealed in the pages of the Bible. And to help you understand, we have prepared a free booklet for you entitled 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. This helpful publication will explain in detail the successive signs that Jesus gave that will lead up to his return. Simply call the number on the screen or go to tomorrowsworld.org to receive your free copy of 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, please visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write to us at the address shown.
With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. The key question for many people is this. Will I escape the great tribulation that is coming upon the world? What is the great tribulation? What does the word tribulation mean? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines as severe trial or suffering. This sad and sorry world has had its share of suffering, but what lies ahead in the next few years will eclipse the worst of all that has occurred. Notice how Jesus Christ described this time in Matthew chapter 24. We're going to read verse 21 where it says, For then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. The magnitude of human anguish will be greatly modified by the fact that we are approaching a global population of 7 billion. When earthquakes shake the continents and wild hurricanes sweep across coastal cities, the suffering will be unimaginable. We all remember the devastation that Katrina brought on New Orleans. The Mississippi levees gave way and foul waters flooded the streets of the Big Easy, leaving death and destruction. West Coast Americans know that they're sitting on a seismic time bomb, and scientists predict that an earthquake known as the Big One will shake their cities and towns sometime soon. Africa and Asia are already experiencing the beginnings of wide-scale famine and disease. And no one, it seems, is able to provide the leadership to change a culture of corruption and greed that chokes the supply of international aid to those who need it the most. Can you and your family escape the horrors that lie ahead for this world? The Bible does give hope to those who are true and faithful Christians. In Revelation chapter 3 and in verse 10, we read the following, Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. That's right. God promises safety to his faithful servants who persevere in his truth and way. Understand that prior to God miraculously intervening to save his people, a few of them will sadly suffer persecution. Notice what Christ told his disciples will happen to the end-time colleagues in Luke chapter 21 and verse 17. And you will be hated by all for my namesake, but not a hair of your head shall be lost. By your patience possess your souls. And also in verse 34 to 36, he warns them, but take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness and the cares of this life. And that day come upon you unexpectedly. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. If you're caught up in the cares of this world, it could be the time to make a change. Have you been caught up in all that this world entices you to follow? Or maybe you've made a God of money or maybe your family's opinion making these more important than how God tells you he wants you to live. 
The Christian life is entered by the narrow gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few that find it. Call the number on the screen or go to tomorrowsworld.org and request your personal copy of this free booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. No one will call you unless you request it. You must call Tomorrow's World because we believe that it is God who works with those whom He is calling. We do not ask for money on this program because we have faith that God will provide our needs. This work is operated by this philosophy for over 70 years and God has never forsaken us. So let us return to this important subject. When will God intervene to protect his people? It will be at a time when Satan will have been cast down to the earth and will be angry with God's true servants. Notice what chapter 12 of the book of Revelation tells us. Revelation 12 verse 13 says, Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness to her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the presence of the serpent. Please take note, she's not taken to heaven by a rapture, but rather she is on earth where she is physically protected for three and one half years. This is the same time period described in other places in the Bible. In chapter 11, just a page or two before what we have read, and in verse 2, we're told that the area outside the temple, which of course will be in Jerusalem, will be left to the Gentiles for the same time. It says, and they will tread the holy city underfoot for 42 months. Let us understand an important point. The return of Jesus Christ to this earth will not occur until after the Great Tribulation and at the last trump. Not before, as many people believe, but at the last trump, the seventh. I will tell you what is the last trump. Most people who read the book of Revelation are familiar with the fact that God opened seven seals or seven rolls or books. In those days, books were not like we have today with pages and a cover. But rather, they were a roll of parchment or paper that the reader unrolled to read. And the roll was sealed with a wax seal, and only the person authorized to open it could do so. We read in the last book of the Bible that when each seal was broken, the contents of the book told us what would happen in sequence. At the beginning of the program, we heard about some of those seals. The seventh seal revealed seven angelic trumpeters. As each trumpeter sounded his trumpet, he presaged seven terrible events. Let's read chapter 8 of Revelation and starting in verse 6. So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded and hail and fire followed, mingled with blood, and they were thrown to the earth. And a third of the trees were burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. Now the next five trumpets announced further devastation and destruction over the whole earth. Wave after wave of terrifying events will roll over the earth till its population is decimated. We do not hear any more about these angels until chapter 11 and in verse 15. 
This verse may be the most important verse in the book of Revelation because it is the declaration of Jesus Christ's return to rule the earth. Let us read it with all the majesty that it deserves. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. What a magnificent moment that's going to be. It's actually called a mystery. And I'm going to show you that mystery, so please listen carefully. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're going to start in verse 51. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. The dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. You know, this is an amazing truth. We have seen here from the pages of the Bible the fact that Jesus Christ is not going to return before the great tribulation, but after. Now, we have also learned that his precious children will be preserved in a physical place of protection somewhere on this earth. Fourteen signs announcing Christ's return will give you the important information so that you can prepare your life to co-rule with Jesus Christ on this earth. As you surrender your will and your life to God, he's going to grant you more and more understanding. And in so doing, he will help you to see that much of what you thought was Christianity is not what Jesus Christ gave to the disciples when he was here on earth. So ask for your free copy of our booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. It's free of charge and will be mailed to you upon your request. Please allow some time for delivery, especially if you are calling outside of the United States. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, please visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write to us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Many people sincerely believe that they will be raptured at any time soon. They have the idea that cars will careen off the road as their drivers are spirited off to heaven. They imagine that they'll be amongst those who will rise to meet Christ in the air before the great tribulation. But as we've been seeing today, the Bible does not say this. Rather, Jesus Christ will come at the last trump, which is the seventh trumpet mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. This is after the Great Tribulation. So if you've just joined us here on the program, we've been discovering how this world will endure a terrible time of suffering and devastation. We've also seen that there is a special promise made to God's faithful servants that they will be protected during these horrendous times in a place of physical safety. 
Now, maybe you've never read of these promises, so let's take the time to read some of them. Notice here in Psalm 91, starting in verse 1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him will I trust. If we drop down to verse 5 and read through to verse 7, notice what it says. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. The prophet Isaiah foresaw a time when God would ask the rulers of Moab to protect his outcasts. If we go to chapter 16, starting in verse 3, it says, Take counsel, execute judgment, make your shadow like the night in the middle of the day, hide the outcasts, do not betray him who escapes. Let my outcast dwell with you, O Moab, be a shelter to them from the face of the spoiler. For the extortioner is at an end. To allow the leader of Moab to be in a position to protect God's servants, it will be necessary for the Moabites to be also safe. And so we are told in Daniel chapter 11 that the king of the north will sweep down out of Europe to punish the king of the south. As this fierce and cruel king brings his army south, we read in verse 41... He shall enter the glorious land, that is, the holy land, and many countries shall be overthrown, but these shall escape from his hand, Edom, Moab, and the prominent people, or the leaders of Ammon. We have, during the course of this program, come to see that many signs must be fulfilled before Jesus Christ returns. In Matthew chapter 24, one of the most important signs that will be seen has its partial fulfillment right now as you are watching tomorrow's world. Let's look at that. Matthew chapter 24. Let us turn to Matthew 24 and in verse 14. It says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Right now, we're airing this program on more than 200 stations around the world. But we know that this does not go anywhere near fulfilling the prophecy. We believe and see a time when the message that you're hearing right now will go to the whole world. Now, we don't know how this is going to come about, but we do know that the hand of God can bring events to occur where his servants will stand before kings and presidents and they will proclaim the gospel message. In fact, you are privileged to hear this wonderful message. So we invite you to come back at the same time next week when tomorrow's world will once again bring you the good news of the coming kingdom of God. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, please visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write to us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.